It's me, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. The girl with the big uh, ratings. Just kidding. It's just me, Sarah Stevenson, your host of Boys and Ghouls Film Review. And this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, everybody. And tonight we'll be reviewing Elvira Haunted Hills. Elvira Haunted Hills, a 2001 uh, uh, comedy horror film. Mm -hmm. We we seem to be doing a lot of comedy horror films at the moment, but gee, they're fun. Well, I thought, um, seeing as we did... Um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, we thought the we'd first one. one. Yeah. I thought we might as well do this other Elvira movie just yeah. to make people feel happy. This is our sequel about the sequel, is that right? Yes. Okay, right. No. Well, it's not exactly yeah. a sequel as we discussed <laughs> in joking. the last um, um, movie, last time, time we were doing Elvira, we discussed that th this movie yeah, is it, not yeah, a it's sequel. A it's a standalone. Yeah. yeah. But it is the second movie. Mm -hmm. True, true. A second um, time in front of the camera uh, yeah. in a feature film. So, good one, Cassandra. Oh, yes. Hats off to you. And everything else. No, no, no. That's a bit rude. No, no, no. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so who directs it, writes it, Director. and Okay, well, okay, it. here we go. Produced by Mark Pearson. Directed by Sam Irvin. And written by, drumroll please. Cassandra, Cassandra Peterson, Peterson and John Paragon. I believe they've worked. They collaborated on, on collaborated on the first script hmm. in the uh, other movie, *Mist hmm. of the Dark*. So hmm. uh, there might have been another one in there as well. I can't remember. But anyway, irrespective, folks, this was made on a budget of 1.5 mil. That seems pretty good. But hmm. they actually went overseas to uh, Romania, was it? Yeah. Um, Romania and did the filming over there. So the travelling and all the other hmm. stuff. That's a big cost out of the budget. So um, for this movie being done that budget wasn't too bad. Mm. Yeah, bear in mind, guys, the um, Cassandra was having difficult finding someone to do direct her film until Sam I Sam walked into the door after telling him that Hello, the movie Sandra. would be would prove that <laughs> this was a nineteen sixties. Edgar Allan Poe film. Well, yeah, you know? it's, a, it's a, a parody, mm. tribute, yeah. a mixture of lots of good groovy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of um, um, a dedication movie to um, dear old Vincent Price. And don't forget Roger Corman mm -hmm. and Hammer, ha mm. Hammer Films, of course. Yeah. It was the, when they wrote the script. It was they were taking ideas from the Hammer movies and Roger Corman's um, yeah. Victorian Tales mm. of Terror. Type movies, not yeah. the the later com where it done present day. So that, yeah. a bit of this, a bit of that, a bit of Red Grey Allan Poe thrown in. Yeah. And I, can, mm. I, can, I I picked about four movies in my collection which I saw represented in this one. So yeah. Yeah. Another thing about this one is it's all um, Cassandra paid for this throughout you know, from her own bank account or through. Oh, sadly, because no one else wanted to back her on this new. Film. Well, if I had a few bucks, I would give them some. Me too. Yeah. If I had that. I like the first movie was interesting. I thought mm -hmm. so too. I just don't know why well, the studios yeah. wouldn't back her. The NBC guys. Uh, look, Alfred Hitchcock had trouble getting backing when he did Psycho. So yeah, you can mm -hmm. you can never tell that you know, old Tinsel Town. Hey. I don't know. Mm, you I think know. Um, the first viral movie was it was a it was there was some there was some good things about it. 
Yeah, I, I can think of two good things. <laughs> I knew you would oh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was, that was a good. It was look. It's a good fun script. It was a good movie. Everything else. So you you would think it would have given some some confidence to make role second movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh. So um, who stars in it other than Cassandra? Obviously. Hey, what do you mean? Other? She is the show. No, no. She steals the show every she time. She is every time. That's that's our girl. Now Cassandra obviously plays um, Elvira. Mm-hmm. Now Richard O'Brien. Um, hmm. Plays Lord Vladimir Helsbus. Hmm. Now he, Richard O'Brien, um, he was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hmm. He played uh, Riff Raff, the, yeah, the servant. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, he's been in. Um, was he, was he working with Andrew Lloyd Webber, or that, the other guy? No, the other guy. No, no, no. Other thing, the other guy. The other guy. Okay. So anyway, irrespective, uh, he's been around doing lots of things here and there. Yeah, originally this role was going to go to Richard Chamberlain, who was a nice actor, but um, he stepped out of the um, production before it even began shooting. I really can't see Richard Chamberlain playing this role. Mm. No, 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 no. Anyway, irrespective, moving right along, Mary Shear uh, plays Lady Emma Helsbus. Scott Atkinson plays Dr. Bradley Bradley, uh, trying to do his best portraying a Vincent Price style of character. Mm. It wasn't too bad, but hey, there's only one Vincent. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. well, he can't help it. Uh, now, um, now there's a guy, okay, Gabriel Andronash, I think is, I think it's the right pronunciation, plays Adrian. Now, there's a bit of a story about him. He didn't speak English. He was dubbed. Yeah. And it was quite obvious. And I think she makes a comment, doesn't she? Did you see that? How did he do that? You know, mm. he was saying, you know, he was talking a foreign language, they had the overdub, and you can see it was clearly dubbed. And she made a comment during the movie. It's yeah. quite funny. Yeah, yeah the, um, when they were doing that dubbing, it's according to it, it says that it was, um, it was a quick decided to, they quickly decided to do his dubbing voice and as a bit of a example of uh, when Elvira did a lot of, Bad movies that did a lot yeah, of yeah. So those foreign movies dubbing. all dubbed it and they're really, really bad. Just sort yeah. of as a, a bit of a, a montage to to those movies that um, in Movie Macabre where she often um, those crappy B movies, yeah, which like, everybody loves. Yeah, yeah like mm. um, she reviewed um, teenagers from outer space, and that one we mentioned earlier was did a lot of dubbing. Did they? I don't know why they spoke so well. Blah blah blah. Yes, quite. <laughs> so anyway, going on. Um, who else stars? Uh-huh. In well, I'm not going to mention everybody, but there's a couple more here worth a mention. Mary Jo Smith plays her uh, Elvira servant Zuzu. Um, interesting role. I won't say too much about it, but she really um, a good sidekick for uh, some of um, Elvira's dialogue. Uh, bounced off it quite nicely, and she gave it a cheek <laughs> back to her occasionally, so yeah. it made some parts of it quite interesting. Very. Now, there's a little girl, lady, I'm not sure if she's a girl or a young woman. Heather Hopper plays Lady Heather Roxana Helzebus. Uh, she's supposed to play a young, what, young... Sickly te- girl. A sickly teenager, young adult girl, but she, uh, she played a rather interesting role, which yeah. we won't go into. Sarah will probably mention surely. <laughs> Um, I think they'll leave the rest of them out there. I don't think we need anything else to go along there. Uh, nah. Okay. But there is a bit there um, in the movie, um, right at the beginning, where um, 
Elvira and her maid are in a motel room and in on in, yeah. uh, and they haven't paid the bill. And this guy comes after them looking for his uh, his rent money, and it reminds you so much of Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Yeah, he's saying he even <laughs> does a. Um, in the in the scene where he takes an axe and he tops the door down and, and he says, here's Jürgen or something like that. it's and really good the girls, the girls scream and, uh, and run out of the room yeah and jump out the window and stuff. it's really good fun but anyway now the, uh, like I said before this is the second film starring Sandra I'm going to say Cassandra Peterson in the role of Elvira obviously um, so yeah good one to uh, Cassandra on we believe another movie well done but Sarah is going to uh, relate the plot to you now, I believe, unless he yes. has something else to say. So, anyway, so it takes place in a motel. Elvira oh, an inn, not in, a motel. Okay, yeah. um, inn. And Elvira just had a, a weird, wacky dream that resembles Black Cat in my mind. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Roger Corman movie. Yes. Mm. And she wakes up, shrieks out when she sees the innkeeper axing his way through a door. They scream. You see, you hear a lot of screaming in this movie, just so you know. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need some aspirin by the time it finishes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of funny watching everyone scream in this. <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so you scream, you all you scream for no real reason apart from dramatic effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she and her, her maidservant, they rush out the window, and it's very funny how they did this. <laughs> they did it in a speed... Yeah, they spell it the camera like the old uh, yeah. silent movie day. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It <laughs> it's really cool. hilarious. Mm. Yes. Anyway, they eventually escape and they get picked up by a nice um, a ma- um, a nice coachman. Coach. This yeah. takes place back in those in the olden days, just so you know. Don't get confused. Well, so. yeah, we're just trying to figure out. I can't see Elvira in, modern, uh, in olden day stuff, but yeah. it's supposed to be set in the period. She's on her way to Paris to join... Um, a can, can, can review. Probably, yeah. like, from Moulin Rouge. Yeah, something like that, yes. But yes. So, um, but they're up in the Carpathian Mountains, as Sarah said, and they get picked up by this gentleman in a coach. Yes, and the gentleman mm. is... Da, 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 Dr. Bradley Bradley. Bradley Bradley. <laughs> uh, and and Elvira makes uh, some comment saying, your mother liked, it, liked the name so much, she named it twice. <laughs> boom, boom. Gee, that's an old joke. That's got whiskers. <laughs> yeah, anyway, she um, makes a good... Uh, tongue-in-cheek um, play for him and uh, at the same time the carriage begins to rock reminds me a little bit of Dracula dead and loving it we're in this coach scene where oh, it's yeah, all rocky bit, yeah, and yeah, shaky yeah, yeah. and well, I, can of, I can think of the raven with um, uh, Vincent Price and Boris Karloff as well yeah. same sort of stuff it, it, it just, they just grab so much more than other <laughs> good movies yeah. yeah anyway they eventually arrive at the castle where they meet the lady of the house and we get a scream from her ah! when yeah. she sees Alvara. <laughs> Instead of saying hello. Yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, Alvara um, is, to, well, they say, your appearance shock kind of is a big uh, surprise. And Alvara says, well, yeah. my appearance shocks a everyone. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's well, used to it. Hmm. Yes. And soon enough, she meets the um, head of the household, um, Lord. Um, Vladimir Helsbos. Yeah, mm. who is very... S- Ears sensitive ears and sensitive to, oh, just like in eyes. the house of Usher. Mm. And when he sees Elvira, he's like thunderstruck by her, her resemblance to his dead wife, who just so happens died, died that ten years ago. Ooh. After 
one year's marriage. Now, that also reminds me of another Roger Corman-style movie, as uh, a movie, uh, called Morella. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it was longer than 10 years, though. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of The um, Pit and the Pendulum, too. Well, that came in later. Yeah. And I, I don't want to get, tell them too much. Okay. There's also The Haunted Palace is thrown in there, The Black Cat, mm. uh, and some other good groovy things. But yes. I can't remember them all, but they're in there. Yeah, mm. so anyway, Elvira does eventually see the portrait of... Um, Alora, and she does resemble Elvira in every detail. Even the little mole on her cheek. Yeah. Right cheek, is it? Right, yeah, yeah, little mole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I said. Yeah, beauty, the beauty spot's so not a mole. Yes. Mm. So, anyway, um, I, just so you guys know, last when we did Mistress of the Dark, you know, in our last podcast, um, we mentioned that um, her. Aunt Morgana, Morgana, what was her name? Morgana. Her portrait resembled Elvira too. Funny that, hey. Hmm. So there was, they used a lot of Elvira's appearance. A lot of inbreeding in this. No. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they, they stole the name of Morgana. Doesn't that remind you of King Arthur and that sort of stuff? Mm, yeah. Mm. And, and not to mention, um, Lalora. They came from. Funny story about that. Okay, name. here we go, folks. Um, the name of Aurora is actually the stuff that that Elvira's wig is made of. <laughs> now that I never knew. I would never. I thought it was yeah you know, horse I, hair or yeah. I always thought it was. A, I yeah. always thought that maybe Elvira may have changed the name to sort of. Well, it sounds good. Sounds no, no, hey, what a lot. Hey, there's also a name her, Laura. Yeah, instead of. Yeah. Instead of calling her Elvira, she called her Laura. So they changed, she changed yeah, bits of the word, her, yeah. her name with hers. Well, well you when you look at it, I mean, if you spell, um, you could see that right away that there's one or two letters missing from Laura's name, and you know, yeah. right? And Laura's name is spelt with a, with a U in the middle. Well, bugger me. You, yes. whatever, yeah. Yes. Uh, so hmm. anyway, she um, gets, Elvira gets the, um, her, Alora's room to stay in. Hasn't been used since he passed away. Ooh. Yeah, what a horrible spell, she says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, she, of course, off, um, uh, Elvira meets the rest of the family. She meets the disturbing young niece. As we Good old Roxanne, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lady, Ro- no, Lady, Lady Roxanne, sorry. Who's shocked to see that Elvira familiar. resembles her aunt. Allura, whatever it is, yeah. And she, um, let me see, uh, meets, well, the rest of the staff, obviously. Yeah, staff are uh, a happy lot, aren't they? Uh, yes. Boring. Mm. Yeah, eventually, um, later that night, Elvira goes to downstairs because she hears a weird noise and she kind of sees Lord Hells above. Um, leaving a mysterious room inside a next hidden to the, next to the fireplace. Shan- mm. um, fireplace, and yeah. there she also meets the stable, stable guy. stud. Yeah, stable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he calls. I mean, him. I suppose he's put in there for eye candy. Because yes, he's a ruggedly handsome fellow, agrees with good physique, and um, yeah, it, well. Elvira thought so. Mm. Yeah, well, as I said before, Elvira likes the um, handsome, studly men. Yeah, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get on to that, what they got into later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Elvira makes plans to leave the next morning, but then finds out from the doc, from one of the staff members, that 
that Dr. Bradley has taken the the the, the um, carriage to look after some people who are sick in the area. Of the plague. Mm. Okay, Mask of the Red Death comes into mind now, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Quite. She then sees um a mysterious figure f- um hitting hitting the um the woods. Yeah, she the, thinks the, that it's her stable, stable stud. She mm. follows him and finds out it's, it's a it's Lord Hellsabov. Hellsabov, yeah, Vladimir, baby. Checking out. I wonder if he stole the name from Vladimir from Vlad the Impaler. Probably. Mm. Who knows? So anyway, he goes to the gravesite of some of the, their dead relatives, including Alora's um, grave and all that. Yeah. And he remarks on how how his past with Alora was very tragic and very sad. And relates a story, and it gets on to, mm. like I said, Robert Morella. Mm. This, yeah, they, they borrowed loosely from that. Yes, quite. Mm. So... He tells, yeah, and he then notices how much Elvira resembles Alora. Of course, Elvira gives him a kick in the nuts to knock hey, him out, yeah. his senses back into order. <laughs> well, he was he was getting a little bit deranged at the time, so he had to shock him back mm-hmm. to the real world. So, yes, he gave him a, a bit of a kick or a knee where the sun don't shine, guys. Ah. You know, brought tears to his eyes. Yes. Eventually, they leave and go back to the castle and where Elvira has to spend another night there. <laughs> and that not very night, um, Elvira does a bit of a song and dance thing for the um, for the master of the does house. Does she ever? Very talented dancer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was pretty cool. It's very can-can. <laughs> yeah, well, not can-can, but she's... Mm, she can-can dance. <laughs> well, we did discuss earlier that Elvira was originally um, a Vegas showgirl in her when she was younger, before she began movie macabre and all of the other stuff. Isn't mm. that right, Mike? Yes, yeah, some of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Yes. So this is all new, not so new under the sun for Cassandra. <sighs> yes. So anyway, the um, the dance was really not not really working for. Well, it turned well, out to be a didn't go a bit so well. Noisy. Remember that. Uh, Vladimir has a uh, highly sensitive ears and eyes. You need to be things need to be very quiet, and he has to walk around in dim lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's there, very raucous and stuff, <laughs> make a lot of noise, playing piano, singing and dancing. And yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and his eyes are on back his head, not from ecstasy, more of like excruciating pain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. At one point, well, before that scene. Um, the doctor tries to hypnotize Elvira, and somehow something goes wrong. And, Allura comes and Allura in. starts taking over Elvira's body for just a short time. Where I wouldn't mind taking over. No, no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, sending out a threat to dear old Hellsabov, Lord Hellsabov, and all that yeah. stuff. Warning, <laughs> warning, danger, Will Robinson. Oh, yes. no, sorry, wrong movie. <laughs> okay. Yes, so anyway, later that <laughs> night, Elvira um, sneaks out to her stable stud and does the dirty deed. <laughs> oh, several times probably. She looked very happy oh, and yes. tired. And by mm. the time they were done, um, she has another nightmare. Uh, of sorts, uh, where she watches um, Alora hanging out with Lord Hellsbub's, um brother. Yeah. Does this sound familiar, guys? Uh, because that it sounds does sound like, familiar yeah, that to gets me. back to um, that, uh, which one was that one? Was that uh, Haunted I Palace? No, uh, no, uh, not the other one. Uh, um, Pit and Pendulum, yeah, yeah. Pit and Pendulum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pit and Pendulum, yeah, same yeah. thing, yeah. Brother, Adolfra, yeah, the uh, doctor, brother, uh, and the wife, and yeah, yeah, yep. 
Here comes the pit and the pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, um, her servant, Elvira's servant, um, what's her name again? Zuzu. Zuzu. Um, Zuzu, she, something to me. She gets abducted and placed inside a little cage. The secret chamber. Yeah, in, a cage, in the secret chamber, yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway, Elvira goes to the chamber. She gets the key. Oh, that reminds me. The, um, earlier, before, long before the, um, this happens, they just, um, the niece go, kind of dies. Oh. Well, she goes in the uh, uh, catatonic state. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah see, uh, she looks like she's dead. Oh, wait a minute, another movie. Yeah. <laughs> Premature burial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, she kind of uh, faints a lot in this movie, too. And in this one, she faints because they were looking into Alora's grave to find out if she was dead or alive. Yeah. Turns out she, her, the grave... The, the, ca- the casket was empty. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. And it's true! So, Elvira... So, flash forward <laughs> to the present, I should say. Um, Elvira sneaks up to hell, Lord Rosen... You know, hell's Ro- above. The old lad's, pla- lad's pad. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> takes the key. He's so watching over his niece's... Um, supposed corpse. Yeah. There was even a scene where when they were doing the... Where they put her in the... In her coffin, where she, Elvira is saying, "Why, why, why?" All that stuff. Well, she's young for, she's young for an Oscar. She's here, young. Know. Why, why? All that stuff. And she gets up more twice. Oh gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, she's a. Oh, mm. she's, so hilarious. She's a joy to behold. Yeah. So Elvira takes the key, and we see the coffin open, and we see a decrate, de, um, de, um, crazed. Um, slightly crazed young woman get out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she starts following Elvira and she keeps getting knocked over by the yeah, by the door. She's, or she's stuff. very clumsy, this one, yeah. 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 It's not to men- I should mention she's the niece is also clumsy. Yep. Yeah. 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 So anyway, Elvira goes into inside <coughs> the um the <coughs> hidden chamber and sees Zuzu in a cage. She says, What are you doing in the cage? Gee, she's chained up and gagged and everything. Yeah, great, what you? a great opening line. What are you doing in there? Yeah. You think you're a bird or something? Yeah. yeah. Something. Like that. El- <laughs> so Elvira heads deeper and deeper into the chamber and sees a lot of torture devices, you name it. Just like in the Pit and the Pen film. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. And not as good as the Pit and the Pen, but yeah, and not a bad set. Not a bad set. Yeah, eventually Hellsbuff <laughs> And the, the scene was good too. <laughs> yeah, eventually Hellsbuff comes down there and he sees that Elvira has figured out what's, what's, ro- what's going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she discovers um, that Alora has been welled up in behind well, yeah, yeah. a fake wall. Which, which takes you on to the Black Cat. Yes. Yeah. And maybe several other movies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. Me, me, me. Me, 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 me. So anyway, um, Elvira knocks it out, knocks the bricks aside and discovers and her... A dead body. Yes. Actually, that might have been in the uh, pit and the pencil too. The, her body was in behind a wall. I can't I have to go and look at that again. Hmm. <laughs> I have to have a go and look at the uh, pit and the pencil again. Mm. Yes. So anyway, Elvira confronts Lord Hellsbuff and tells him, guess what? You did this and you killed her. All that stuff. That's why her... her why her... Her yeah. ghosts can't rest. All that so stuff. We, get, we get the impression that Vlad... 
must have been jealous of her. We, well, no, yeah. She, she, uh, she got attracted to her, his brother, and he, yes. he got he went a bit deranged, and he walled her up inside uh, the wall, wall downstairs in the torture chamber, mm. uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a moment of passion. Yes, yeah. that's a word for it. Nice. Anyway, um, of course, um, smooth. Elvira gives him knees him in the groin again, and he just falls down for the count. As any any good uh, normal red blooded yeah. man would. And Elvira hears um, someone approaching, so she hides. And the doctor Bradley and the lady um, helps above come approaches. Yeah, and actually, that's one thing. During this movie, I never knew. In the beginning of the movie, <laughs> that that was his second wife. Mm, I have. No, I, no, it didn't actually say it. It just said Lady Hillsborough. That could have been his sister. Well, but only towards the end of the movie, he says, "Ah, he says, well, your first wife, she died. She was an adulteress, and you, and now I'm your second wife, and I'm an adulteress." Blah, blah blah. Okay, so he's been married twice. Both wives were adulteresses, and um, mm. the first one was you know, mucking around with his brother, and. Um, and this one's mucking around with the doctor, mm. and uh, the poor fellow. Of course, he's gone a bit, a bit gone a bit strange. Yeah. Right? So yeah. anyway, um, of course, um, they think they can just leave. Eventually, you notice right away in this scene that um, Doctor Bradley's voice has changed or accent. You get a nice British accent. Hello, love. You know, yeah. Originally, it was very um, uh, upper class. Upper class, European, and yeah. now he's acting like a like a Cockney almost a Cockney <laughs> accent sort of thing. Yeah, like a London cabbie or something almost, yeah. 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 Unless, Sorry, he, unless he lied now. that he yeah, was yeah. a doctor. No, that's stupid. Well, actually, I, I, I get the impression he was making out he was a doctor, but he may not have been a doctor. Yeah, but it doesn't explain why, how he was able to hypnotise Elvira. No, everyone well, can do that. Yeah, but guys did it on stage. True, true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe he was a um, a magician in his former oh, yeah, life. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he's a former job. Yeah. yeah, yeah so anyway, anyway carry on. so anyway, our Lord Hellsabub wakes up and claims that his wife is um, Alora, and his friend is um, his the brother. doctor, his brother, and he kills. Well, tries he doesn't kill him. He actually knocks out the doctor, and he puts um. Um, he's Lord Hells Above inside yeah, the ladies' maid, Iron Man thing. Yeah, look, yeah. Vlad puts his missus into an Iron Maiden. You know, one of those big metal cases with all those little iron spikes on the inside. Mm, yeah, you painful. can't stand up, you can't sit down, you can't lay down, and if you get tired, you fall against the spikes and die. Ouch! Yeah, if you breathe too much, you you start bleeding and stuff. Yeah, mm. it's really good form of torture. Yeah, agree, agree, mm. agree. But he puts her in there. Yeah. So anyway, she's stuck in there. And she points out that I'm not a Laura. She is. She points to Elvira just sneaking away. Oh. Aha. <laughs> and and a battle ensues, doesn't it? Well, she didn't sneak away. She was tied to that rack thing, you know? <laughs> it's a, mm. Yeah, haha. Yeah, I go there. Yeah. Not, the, the guy, the, I remember the guy who came in on the rack and said, hey, what a nice rack. <laughs> Finally. Ha, and she's on a rack. Ha, and you go, hmm, ha, okay. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, anyway, um, Lord. <laughs> Above decides to um, slice and dice her on the um, pendulum now, thing. The funny thing, the, in the Pitch and Pendulum movie, it was, the pendulum, you know, the big uh, axe sword type, the big blade was going crossways in the original movie. This way it's going head to foot. So technically, it'll go f- 
split in half down the middle. But that ad was an added sight gag for the movie, wasn't it? Well, you did say, Mike, earlier uh, when we were watching it, that there, that maybe some pe- some pendulums like that may have existed back then, maybe. Oh, yeah, they did. But, yeah, they would have gone across by cut you in half. But I know. the thing is, with her um, being well-endowed mm-hmm. and well out in front, Dolly Parton, uh, wannabe. Um, <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> well, the robe is a lot higher than the nose. And it, so yeah, so <laughs> yeah. eventually her stable stud, he goes and he brings around the horses and she's he's a, goes in search for Elvira, but and then he eventually goes to the um, um to the hidden room and he tries to knock it down with no success. Yeah, eventually breaks the door down, but yes. while, while that's happening, Elvira is heaving her chest up towards yeah. the blade and cuts a rope and gets off the table. Mm-hmm. Hey, nuts! Yes. girl power! Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, Alora um, takes possession of Elvira's body again and starts um, really kicking some butt on Lord Hellsbuff. Yeah, literally. Yes, yeah. and of course, um, Hellsbuff um gets knocked down for the count, and, and he, he staggers f- over towards where his blade is swimming. Yes, Whoosh. of course, um. Um, his niece, she she comes mm-hmm. running in and tries to tackle him, and she ends up falling down. Um, For all some the gear cogs. mechanisms and stuff, and she dies. Oh, poor Roxana, never mind. Yes, yeah, <laughs> slice and dice. So, <laughs> so they both are dead. Yeah, he, he gets cut in half as he goes through the cogs. Yes. Now, anyone goes running out of the room. Max, Doctor Bradley, Bradley, meanwhile, is right upstairs looking for the family jewels. And his um ex his. Uh, Lord Hellsbuff is yelling for him. Let me out! Let me out! And so she says, and he says, um, he it's like it's you. He's saying, Lord, it's lady. Okay, lady, sorry. <laughs> and she's yelling for him, and, and he says, sorry, love. Sorry, love. And he says, <laughs> Can't I will tell you. And he says, fine, I'll get the jewels. <laughs> 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 so anyway, um, Elvira and the stable stud and her maid have um, made a clean getaway. Yeah, outside they're watching the building, and and the and the stable stud he is. A female yelling, and that's yeah. Lady Hellsabub. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm her Ill- illegitimate half-brother or something or other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he I must ha- save her. Yeah, yeah so he goes so running he back in back the building. In there. Oh. And Dr. Bradley, also we think he's, um, he gets um, killed in the process when the place starts caving in. Yeah, he gets squished and stuff. Oh, yay. Yay. And while the... Um, <laughs> The castle sinks to the gr- into the ground. It resembles. Now, wait, before we go anything, in the movie *The Fall of the House of Usher*, the building collapses mm. yeah, because it's 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 falling apart and it finally crumbles to the ground. Mm-hmm. Now, their representation in this movie is incredible. Do you want to continue now? Yes, I will. So, anyway, in this scene, it looks like it's it splits in two and. Not to be disrespectful, but it reminds me a little bit of the, the Titanic tight. sinking exactly right. in, into the water. It had all these turrets across the top, <laughs> looking like it had four chimneys. <laughs> it was a long building, uh, oblong, obviously, and the front started to sink into the ground. The back started coming up, then it broke in half. The back went down, then the front went down into the ground and pulled the other bit after yeah. it. Just like the Titanic movie. Yeah, <laughs> and just then, the spirit of Alora starts... Forming into the sky, and of course she says thank you, Elvira, and spirits uh. away. And Elvira says this is incredible, and her maid servant say what that the spirit of Laura is finally put to rest. And, he's, and Elvira says no, that we could afford such a great special, special effect. effect. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's our girl. Yeah. yeah. Later that Jake night. Cassandra. Yeah. yeah. Later that night, Elvaro and her servant are walking down the road again. Down the road again. With no luggage this time. Yeah. And this time, and another um, carriage rides past, and her maidservant pleads with Elvaro to get him to get the carriage to stop. And eventually, she flashes the her um, boobs. The, the boobs, and and the carriage Coach stops. stops. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> and eventually, and another doctor guy, look, you're looking type guy, upper yeah. class. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah so out. they get into the carriage and tell their story to him in detail, and eventually he explains that um, Lord, the Lord Hells above his house has has been destroyed that, many many years ago. Yeah, you, so you couldn't have stayed there last night. Ooh. So uh, ah. ah. And this is where it gets really interesting in the scene, where as they're looking out towards the night, you see the, coach the, can, the camera mm. pans across to the coach driver. And, and it looks like Vladimir Helsbus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> cackling. Cackling away room. madly, just like the coachman did in um, probably The Raven uh, and yeah. other things like that. Yeah. yeah. And I remember Mad another, driver. I yeah. remember another movie that Vincent Price was in that had that scene too. Pretty cool, that. Yeah, it's really good. Yes. Richard O'Ryan, I like Richard O'Ryan. So yeah. that's all there is in the movie, and I wish... Oh, that's a good movie. That's a good yeah. Uh, when I first, summary. Yeah, when I first saw it, seen it for myself, I, w- I didn't appreciate it so much, but I kind of grew to like it eventually. Yeah. Look, if, if you're into early Corman... Oh, not early Corman. The Roger Corman, Edgar Allan Poe uh, movies... Uh, and Vincent Price, you will love this. Mm-hmm. It is not a send-up; it's a parody. Yeah, they've taken some interesting bits out of some mm-hmm. other movies and mm-hmm. and put a comedy around it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Cassandra and um, mm. John Paragon have really done a tribute, I suppose, to Corman and Vincent Price mm. uh, because they haven't they haven't made fun of it. I don't think. Not they've, so. they've made a comedy of it without actually poking fun at it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, another thing about this, they yeah. the adaption of some of the scenes from that Elvira Haunted Hill were later used in the search for the next Elvira in year 2007. Uh, they did too, yes. Yeah, there were a few, they did a few um, scenes, yeah. with, I mean, with their um, content, their contestants, yes. they asked them each to do um, a bit of a scene. A bit of a scene. With I think each a lot of them were taken out of the second movie. Mm-hmm. This movie, yeah, I think. But yeah, it was quite interesting. But um, no, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. It's fun, and I still can't get over the fact they spent the money to go over to uh, Europe to make the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that would be a big expense in its own. Well, let me uh, see yeah, here. Yeah. Um, Cassandra, as I said before, Romanian yeah. brother-in-law, talked her into shooting the film in Transylvania to stretch the film budget further. And oh, adding, oh, one might have been cheaper to film over there. Yeah. That's a good point, too. Never thought about that. Yeah, so mm. it may not have been ex- as expensive as we made out. No, no, you would think. But you know, if the cost is cheaper over there, then obviously the travelling would be uh, 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 not a problem. Yeah. And, mm. and the accommodation might have been cheap, too. Yeah, yeah here's a tent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of it was all studio work. If you, like, yeah, with the castle well, bit, I wonder where that was done. Whether done over there, or it could have been done in the could studio. Have, could maybe. Have a, they could have made, made, made it in the warehouse or something. Mm, yeah. you, know, you never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would have been a lot cheaper, maybe. Yeah. So who knows? Again, um, 
necessity is a mother of invention. Mm-hmm, quite. Yeah, they, they did, I wouldn't say cheap, but cheaply, mm. inexpensively. Um, um, for, the, for, the, for the money uh, and all that. Yeah, I think they've actually spent the money wisely, yeah. Mm, quite. Mm. Got a good product out of it. Yeah, quite. I mean, I was just thinking today that... It's a shame that Elvira never put together a TV show using the um, her mi- first movie idea to make it. You well, know. yeah, it could have been really good. They tried to get some Elvira show off the ground. We, uh, it was only, only made one yeah, episode. Yeah, they made one pilot episode yeah. and used it as a bit of a, it, yeah, I, a short I, it movie. Was, it was fun, well, but it short. wasn't that great. Um, well, it was still funny. With it's her funny, Elvira but jokes. it was, it was, it was too. Uh. Too cliche and stuff, and just after two watching two or three of them, you probably get bored of them. But mm. if yeah, seriously, if you did something based on the Mrs. Um, of the Night, or, uh, was it, um, um, the first movie? Yeah, uh, the first movie, um, Mrs. of the Dark. Yeah, if they made something there uh, about they uh, uh, more of a uh, an Elvira treatment of the Good Witch yeah. type thing, mm. yeah, that could be. Rather fun um, thing. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know why the studios wouldn't anyway. um, go for it. It yeah. seems like like a lot of fun, you know, um, a strange woman from an out of town, out of town, and causing a little bit of trouble here and there as she goes. Yeah, well, <laughs> sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, you're leaving a lot of damage in her wake, you know. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> a lot of broken hearts, you know. And a lot of laughs, a which is laughs. great. Yeah. I love a little bit of laughter, especially if it's a new type, new jokes. Oh, you that's what when you get when you get. A good, a good, creative, funny person writing a script. Mm. Now I don't know John Paragon, um, but if he's good at the humour side and Sandra's good at the scenarios and stuff putting it together, they they, they seem to be a good writing team. Mm, agreed. Uh, it, it came along really good. And yeah, um, I just don't yeah. understand again, as I said before, why the studios didn't back um, Cassandra in this film project. I can think of a couple of reasons. Mm. I don't think it was totally commercial enough for them. Ah. And as I've probably said, I've said to you quite a few times in private, a lot of the studios run by accountants, not creative people, and all I can see is the bean counting side of it. Not nothing. There's nothing else. Uh, mm. So when this possible good new product comes along, they say, "Whoa, I don't know. Let's go and do the same thing we did last year." You know, it gets a bit old, and they, they don't give the new guys on the block, male and female. And yet, Elvira is, you know. is a well-known mm. name yeah, out they, there. they could have marketed the hell out of this, and they yeah. could have made the big commercial. If they learnt anything from yeah. the first movie, the um, Mistress of the Dark, they could have le- easily would have agreed to go ahead and do the sequ- this, um, this, this movie, too. Yeah. I mean, you think nowadays with uh, Netflix and other places and other people doing, uh, you know, mm. isn't Netflix doing their own movies or H- and HBO and yeah. other people? And all the big guys, you know, the Universal Studios, the MDMs and stuff and all the other good. I mean, sorry, guys, I mean, the, the small studio is going to walk all over you one day and you won't be doing any movies. Mm. I'm sorry. The mm. small guys, the small studios, they're, they're prepared to take a chance. Yeah. So, yeah, independence. Mmm. Mm. If George Lucas was a newbie once, Steven mm. Spielberg was a newbie once, Francis Ford Coppola was a newbie once, how about the new newbies? Yes, exactly. So, I mean, they, no doubt they those movies would have, they kind of took the world by storm. They did. And they 
they have are still being bought, sold, and yeah. and all over the place. Yeah, exactly right. But you think about, say, George Lucas and his first movie. What was it? No one knows what it is because it's not what hasn't been marketed as much as these other movies. Mm. It was oh, well, the first major movie that that THX uh, one three whatever it is, um, and then and that's that that's had up number plate in American graffiti mm-hmm. in the, a bit of product placement there, mm. and then he went on to bigger and greater things after that. Mm. So they've got to start somewhere. And no one's, nobody wants to help them out, and it's a, it's a shame. Yeah, if it was up to me, guys, if I, I would like to, if I did have the bit, have the money and the time, I would probably would like to put together a business, uh, special business for, for it, for beginning independent filmmakers to get their work across. But we're poor slob like everybody else, and we haven't got the money, so mm, we're yeah. skimped. <laughs> we're skimped. No, we're not skimped, but we haven't got that sort of money <laughs> at our disposal, but. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, do you want to rate this movie now, Mike? Or do I might as well. I can't think of anything. I, if I, I could start blabbing on about Vincent Price and Corbin and stuff, but that yeah. we could save that for another podcast. But um, yeah. Well, it seems right. No. Yeah. Whatever. Um, now, okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> again, limited budget, allowing for that, because um, I'm obviously there's only so much you can do for limited budget. <gasps> I'd have to give it a nine, nine, nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half, nine and a half. I reckon, cause I reckon for what they've done on limited budget, mm. uh, yeah, I yeah. think it's good. I think it's good. And it's fun. Mm, yes. So I'm going to give this a nine and a half too. So yeah, I agree with Mike that it's pretty under – this was – I do like the impact that unlike other small budget films, uh, this one did a, did a really good okay doing – Working, getting it off the ground. When you think about it, yeah, exactly right. Other, like unlike other low budget films that didn't make the a box office hit, but this one made a box office this, hit. Well, this didn't. So we just went straight to uh, DVD or something. I know. Which is a bit too a shame, but that's what it was relegated for because it wasn't commercial enough. Yeah. But still, but still, it's a, it's an interesting movie yeah. to check out. If you yeah. if you those who like um Vincent Price movies and like ones that deal with making a little bit of fun of uh, tongue-in-cheek yeah. with um, the plots. Look at Abraham Costello did the Frankenstein and Dracula the Wolfman. Hey, you know, it, 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 that was a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't disrespectful. No, this is not a very disrespectful film. No, it's, it's done very nicely, but mm-hmm. very funnily. <laughs> In, anyway, the way only Elvira stroke Cassandra could do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so... Um, Thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys, and I'll we'll see you. Hopefully, see you guys for the next one. See you. Well, hopefully, um, <laughs> hear from you soon. Till yeah. next time, this is Sarah Stevens saying unpleasant dreams. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>